Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Giving you the picture, the real big St. Louis sports picture. It's BK and Ferrario, live from the Car Shield Studio on 101 ESPN. Pump fake, going down the middle, open, and it is caught for a touchdown. What a comeback. Juju Smith-Schuster puts the Steelers ahead. With Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. That audio courtesy of CBS yesterday as the Steelers make a huge comeback in that victory against the Indianapolis Colts, a game that I thought they were dead to rights in. Let's talk about that with the, uh, Charlie Batch, former Steelers quarterback, now Steelers radio analyst, joins us via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Charlie, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Nah, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing very well. Thrilled to have you on. So a huge victory for the Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday against the Colts. Did you see that one coming? Did you know that that, that was in them in that fourth quarter comeback? No, absolutely not. <laughs> and then when the first half went on and I'm – thinking about a halftime, and I'm thinking to myself, I said, wow, you can really hear a pin drop in the stadium. And then I realized there were no fans in the stadium <laughs> to do. <laughs> so, so I don't know what Mike Tomlin said at the half, but, man, whatever he said, it really got that team going because it was a tale of two halves, especially offensively. Now, Chuck, I was listening to you all in the car as I was riding, and I was I was feeling kind of the same way that you're you're speaking about. There's no way that we're losing to this team, and, and now that we are losing, how do we come back? What do you? What have you seen from this team throughout the entire season? I know they they're throwing the ball short, throwing a lot of passes, not running the ball effectively. What what have you seen, and what do they need to do to get right and stay right uh, come playoff time? Yeah, and it's hard because in Pittsburgh, we've always been able to run the ball, and unfortunately, they they're not able to do it consistently this year. They had a lot of success early in the year where they had a couple three hundred yard games. Uh, at the beginning of the season, then they went to the short passing game. And then right now you just really don't have an identity because of what you saw against the Bengals game and then ultimately what was happening uh, yesterday against the Colts. So I think they're still trying to figure that part out. But the, the thing that I scratch my head about is 32nd in the league rushing with the Steelers. At some point as this weather starts to change, Ben is going to have to be able to turn it around and hand the ball off to a running back and be able to pick some yards up. And right now they don't have it. We're talking with former Steelers quarterback Charlie Batch here on 101 ESPN. Charlie, so let's look a little big picture now because everybody seems to view the Chiefs as the team to be, and I think rightfully so, in the AFC. Do you think the Steelers are right there as the second-best team in the AFC? Where do you think they fit into this mix and that the, the playoff conversation, if you will? Yeah, at one point I would have said yes, but right now you have to put them third only because they lost the Buffalo head-to-head. So I think that's going to be something there. And, of course, if, you know, the Tennessee can actually – 
you know, win that division. They just like they snuck up on people last year. You have to be concerned about where they were at. If you go back to that end of October game that the Steelers played against the uh, Titans, the Steelers had a great first half, and then they faltered in the second half. They were able to sneak out with a victory there. So it's going to be interesting just to kind of see how everything shapes out. But I think right now, short answer to your question, you have to say third at this point. Now, Chuck, I have on my uh, my Victory Monday shirt. I, I have not been able to wear this shirt um, in quite a while. We hadn't had a victory in a while, and then the one victory was on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, this team has, 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 has struggled, obviously. Is it, is it due to the fact of losing to Devin Bush, to losing Bud Dupree defensively? Has that changed anything on the defensive side, or are they still playing at a high elite level as they were uh, during the beginning of the season? Yeah, losing Devin, Devin Bush, that was one thing. I mean, Robert Spillane, he was a nice backup line, inside linebacker that actually was playing really well before his injury. And the reason why it happened, because it was friendly fire, and actually Vince Williams actually uh, bumped into his knee, and ultimately he's down a couple weeks. So they're looking to get him back. But the biggest impact was Bud Dupree. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, he really came on uh, at the end of last year and really now as he was entering into a free agent uh, contract year, um, every, all, all expectations and high hopes were for him. And, and, and it's sad to see that loss. But just the speed, the power, the combination that he was in, that rapport that he was building with T.J. Watt was something spectacular. Right now, they don't have the, the depth at that position to, lose, to afford any more injuries. Alex Hasmith, he's playing really well at this point. But, again, he's a young guy. But if, he, if they're part of that rotation, there's nobody in there that can spill him from that perspective. So if they can stay even keel, I think they'll be okay. But this defense can't afford any more injuries. Talking with Charlie Batch, former Steelers quarterback here on 101 ESPN. Charlie, let's talk about Big Ben for a minute because it seems like everything is kind of on him for the Steelers right now. As you mentioned, they have, they have no running game at all to speak of. So do – does he have enough left in the tank? Is he healthy enough at this point to be able to carry this team throughout the playoffs? Is that still there with big men? We saw it at times in the second half yesterday, but did, does he still have that to be able to be consistent enough in a postseason run? Yeah, I, I think he does. And I think the one thing that I kind of laugh at, is you start seeing all these national reports about whether his knees are fine or bad and all of those type of things, but yet he's moving around on the field and he's not showing up on an injury report. So I'm not believing those national stories from that perspective, you know, but when you see what happened in the Bengals game and the throws that he wasn't able to make down the field, there were a lot of questions about his arm strength. But I think he proved yesterday that he can push the ball down the field in a meaningful manner when he threw that touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson and actually threaded a dime into Juju Smith-Schuster in double coverage for essentially the go-ahead touchdown there. So I think this is something that uh, moving forward, I think you'll see it, but they have to – Figure out a way, not just from a, the Armstrong perspective, they have to figure out a way to get that play-action game involved because that's non-existent at this point, but that comes with the inability to run the football. Chuck, you talked about Deontay Johnson, and, and I think uh, I've heard a couple of my uh, a couple of our other teammates speak about him. He reminds me a lot of Santonio Holmes and, and maybe a little bit not quite Antonio Brown, somewhere in, in, in there. What are your thoughts on him and, and how he's been playing this year besides the drops that he's had uh, throughout the season? Yeah, and I think that's a really good comparison that you use right there because I, I like that Santonio Holmes because he gets in and out of his breaks. And people who aren't familiar with Santonio Holmes, he probably was the best hot receiver because if he caught a hot in the blitz, he was gone. He yeah. was going to split the defenders. Um, so that's kind of what you're seeing with Deontay Johnson there, and the confidence is going. But I like to see – I like where he's at right now because, yeah, he went through that little lull there with a lot of drops in that short period of span. 
Mike Tomlin ended up benching him, and he's responding in a big way right now. So you'd like to see that confidence from there. But if he can get it going, that's going to free, free a lot more things up for Chase Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, Chuck, I want to switch gears real quick. You 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 went from being the young quarterback to being the old man in in the on the team and in the league. Mm-hmm. We we saw. I don't know if you saw the the um the news that uh, Dwayne Hopkins was just released by the Washington Football Team. What are your thoughts on that? Being a quarterback, playing that position, and 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 the thoughts of of being a young man in this league and what what it takes to be successful. Well, I think ultimately when you start thinking that you're bigger than the game, the game will humble you. And I think this is an opportunity right here for him to be humble because I'm not sure what else is going on, but just looking at it, it tells me something else internally was going up that we were unfamiliar with. We only heard about, yes, the strip club. We only heard about different COVID protocols and those things that he was breaking, but I think it was a little bit more from that perspective. But when you're immature and there's a new coach that came in, he's not going to, uh, he's not going to deal with any of those issues. So for them to move on in the manner that they're moving on, I think number one, is, is trying to get um, to write the ship with him, and hopefully he gets it right. But I think from Washington perspective, they now feel Alex Smith is going to be healthy and he's going to be back next year. So it made the decision to uh, release Dwayne Haskins a lot easier this go around. He's Charlie Batch, former Steelers qu- quarterback, current Steelers radio analyst. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Charlie Batch sixteen. Charlie, we really appreciate the time today, man. I know it's a busy time for all of you guys. All the best to you and the family. Have a happy New Year. I appreciate it. Happy New Year, Kerry. You're my appreciate man. It, I brother. appreciate everything you've done, man. Much success to you. Thank you, bro. That's Charlie Batch joining us here on 101 ESPN. So we were talking about this a little bit for the Steelers uh, during the break, Kerry. And right now, as of this exact moment, they're currently the number two seed in the AFC. From what I can understand, they are locked into either the two or the three spot, mm-hmm. depending on what happens with the Bills and the Steelers over the next week. If you're Mike Tomlin... Do you consider resting the starters next week, especially Big Ben, since, I mean, it doesn't really change much. You know you're either locking in that two or three spot no matter what. You're going to host a playoff game next year. It would really come down to how much you emphasis you put on that second-round matchup where potentially you could be going on the road to play the Bills. But what what would you do if you're Tomlin going into this upcoming week playing against the Cleveland Browns? I think they are the opposite of of – what we talked about with Kansas City Chiefs, they need that break to to kind of break up the monotony of of you know they're bored, they're not they're they're not playing well, but it's not because they can't play well. The Steelers are not playing well because they are not playing well, and and I think if you take next week off, you go into a, a, a divisional a wild card weekend where you still don't know where you are offensively, who you are offensively. Yeah, they had a very good second half to finish that game up, but offensively in the first half, too many three and outs, too many too many um, um, just not finishing drives, not even getting drives started. For me, I would allow those guys to play, um, maybe play first half, first three quarters, and then get them out of there, make sure nobody gets injured or gets banged up. Um, but you got to get some type of rhythm offensively. See if you can figure out a way to run the football effectively and efficiently as opposed to having to throw those short routes all the time. I don't think they're in a place mentally where they can just take this weekend off and, and this upcoming weekend off and not have those guys get more reps. They could still play basically any of the remaining wild card teams. The Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Colts, and potentially I think it is still possible that they could end up with the Titans depending on what happens this upcoming weekend. If you're the Steelers, what do you think is the best matchup? You've got the two AFC North teams in there and then the Dolphins, don't want, Titans, don't and the Don't want to see Colts. those guys. 
I don't want to see. I mean, because it's it's hard. It's and I know this personally. Playing a, th- a team three times, which would be the Browns or the Ravens, if you had to play them a third time, would be would be extremely tough. You don't know which Browns team is going to show up because, like I said, they played the Ravens extremely well a couple of weeks ago, and and the Ravens are are they're just a a a team that if I I, I said the team that may. Strike fear in me if I was the if I was the Kansas City Chiefs would be the Bills. I completely miss the Ravens because you just don't They're know. They're the X factor team. They are the X factor, and Lamar Jackson is the ultimate X factor. So if I'm the Steelers or the or the Chiefs, I don't want to see the Ravens at all because I just don't know what I'm gonna get. Um, but yeah, if I if I had to choose, it would be the Titans or that Indianapolis Colts team again, depending on which one of those guys make I it in team. The Steelers in. could do well against the Dolphins. I I don't. I'm not a believer yet. I think they're still – I think they're good. Defensively, they are amazing. Their defense and, is very good. And offensively, I think Miles Gaskin being back, they run the ball really, really well. He catches the ball out of the backfield. And and Gusecki, as, as a tight end, does a great job of catching passes. They still if, – if the Dolphins get a true number one receiver, they will be a team that is 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 on the on the verge of being a very, very good football they team. They can add whoever they want receiver-wise in the draft because they've got that te- Texans pick from mm-hmm. Latin, from this upcoming season. It's going to be the top five. There you go. They're going to pick in the top Fine. five. If, you get, if they get a true number one receiver, and I'm, I'm not I'm – not, I, I think Tua is still going to be the, 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 the main quarterback there, the main guy. I think if that Dolphins team gets a number one receiver, they will be a team to watch out for. Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, those guys are real good. Real, real good. Very, so very I'd be good. I'd be very interested and, and, to see what that looks Tua, like. With those guys, he he probably has a little bit of familiarity. It's they, 116, your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. 65780 is the Air Comfort Service tax line. Let's play a game of in or out. In or out is coming up next on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast powered by I Promise.